Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, search for answers. New details on the Titan Sub's catastrophic implosion, killing all five people on board. Essentially, we found uh, five different major pieces of, of debris that... Uh, told us that it was the uh, remains of the Titan. This morning, we are live with the latest on the tragic ending and the investigation. Then, waiting game, a look at how the U.S. figure skating team still has not received its medals more than a year after winning silver in Beijing. These athletes sacrifice so much of their lives for this one moment, and watching these athletes not get that moment is upsetting. Straight ahead, three of the athletes are here live to talk about the next steps. Today, Friday, June 23rd, 2023. Kicking off Pride Weekend in New York City. Here for our 10th anniversary. Celebrating Dolly's birthday. Traveling from Mexico City. Philadelphia. In Burlington, Connecticut. A shiny happy out outside. Welcome back. We are so happy you're with us. It's a Friday. Savannah's enjoying some time off. By the way, something special is happening on the other side of the country today. In California, the world's ugliest dog will be crowned. And guess what? The tradition will continue. The winner of that esteemed competition will be with us exclusively. It's a competitive booking every year, but once again, we've landed the world's ugliest dog right here. Studio sometimes, 1A, Monday morning. Sometimes so ugly, they're cute. Very cute. So that, that at the end, you end up falling in love. Sometimes. Sometimes. Let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock. All right. With the search for that missing sub ending in tragedy, the focus now turns to why it imploded and the lessons that may be learned from this disaster. NBC's Tom Costello has been covering the story for us all week, has the very latest from the U.S. Coast Guard base there in Boston. Hey, Tom, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Hoda. So they have now started pulling the resources out of the search zone, except for the ROV, the remotely operated vehicle down on the floor of the ocean, continues to survey that space, looking at the debris from this mini sub that, as we mentioned, did in fact implode. The Coast Guard says it now believes this implosion happened about the time that they lost communication on Sunday during the dive, an hour and 45 minutes into it. The Navy says it detected what it believes is consistent with an implosion or an explosion at about the same time. It notified Coast Guard Command. However, the Coast Guard felt it had to continue to launch a search and rescue operation in the hope that somebody might still be alive. Unfortunately, all five people on board did, in fact, die. Overnight, James Cameron, the well-known, renowned director of Titanic, also, of course, the man who became a deep-sea diving expert himself, talked about the very construction of this submersible, and he said he felt that they had been cutting corners. There was a lot of concern about this outfit and this sub. A lot of them got together and wrote a letter to, uh, to Oceangate and said, you have to certify 
You cannot take people down. It's irresponsible. And it could lead to catastrophe. Literally, the word catastrophe is in the letter. Ocean Gate is the company, of course, that owned the sub and the CEO of that company, Stockton Rush, died in the accident. He had said last year that he, in fact, was willing to bend the rules with the construction of that sub in order to make it affordable and get it down to the depth of the Titanic, two and a half miles below sea level, where the crush uh, uh, is about 400 times the pressure, 400 times what it is here at sea level. Hoda. All right, Tom Costello for us there. Tom, thank you. 3M has agreed to pay more than $10 billion to settle claims that it's so-called forever chemicals contaminated drinking water supplies across the country. Those chemicals known as PFAS are used in everything from nonstick coatings to paint and firefighting foam. Research has linked them to cancer, liver damage, and developmental issues. Experts say they are so widespread, nearly all Americans carry those PFAS in their bloodstreams. 3M did not admit any liability. The U.S. population is getting older, and that's going to have an impact on things like the job market, social programs, and health care. The Census Bureau says the median age in the U.S. hit a record high of 38.9 last year. That's an increase of four years since 2000. Experts say the reason simple. Fewer babies are being born. Millennial women are more likely to prioritize their education and careers during their 20s, which means they start families later in life. But we are still young compared to Europe, where the median age is 44. Now to a dramatic moment this week when sheriff's deputies teamed up with some good Samaritans to rescue a five-year-old from a burning apartment complex. They stood under a third floor window, ready to make a blanket catch. We got her! We got her! Let's go. Ready? Go. Come on. Let's go now. 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 We got it. Good job. Good job. Good job. Man, that happened in West Peoria, Illinois. Officials say the girl may have suffered some minor burns, but otherwise was was okay. Firefighters were able to save three other people from that same apartment. Wow. What a moment. What a moment. Lots more ahead here on a Friday morning, including Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence in the hot seat on Hot Ones. You you gotta see more of this. (laughs) But first, guys, a Today exclusive. We're gonna sit down with members of the U.S. Olympic figure skating team still fighting to receive the medals they earned more than 500 days ago. That's coming up right after this. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is 
constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back at 810 with a Today exclusive. U.S. figure skaters earned the silver medal in the team competition back in 2022 at the Beijing Olympics. So more than a year later, those athletes are still waiting to receive their medal while the Russian doping scandal remains under investigation. We're going to speak with three members of the U.S. Uh, team in just a moment. But first, their story. It's been more than 500 days since the U.S. won silver in team figure skating at the Beijing Olympics, the U.S.'s best finish ever in the event. How is this sinking in that this actually happened and you were a part of it? It's amazing. It's so surreal. But in a shocking twist, the final medal ceremony was postponed after it was revealed that star Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva tested positive for a performance-enhancing drug two months before the Games. Valieva, who was only 15 at the time, led the Russian Olympic Committee to win gold in the team competition. Due to the investigation, the IOC eventually canceled the event's medal ceremony in Beijing, a first in Olympic history and a crushing blow to the nine members of the U.S. figure skating team. To this day, the athletes, including Vincent Joe, Alexa Kinnearum, and Brandon Frazier, have yet to receive their hard-earned medals. These athletes sacrifice so much of their lives for this one moment. And watching these athletes not get that moment is upsetting. In January, a committee within the Russian anti-doping agency cleared Vilieva of any wrongdoing. A month later, the World Anti-Doping Agency appealed that decision, saying in a statement that it would seek a four-year period of ineligibility for Vilieva and disqualification of all of the athlete's results since her doping test in 2021. The case now rests with the Court of Arbitration for Sport. If Russia is disqualified, Team USA could end up taking home the gold. But the athletes say it's about much more than the medals. This goes beyond just Team USA. This is about integrity and clean sport as a whole. The International Skating Union and the Russian Anti-Doping Agency have each filed their own appeals in the case. A court hearing with all the parties will take place in September, but it's still unclear if there will be a decision made at that time. Now, meantime, the World Anti-Doping Agency says it will, quote, continue to push for this matter to proceed without further undue delay. Let's bring in the three medal winners that we have here. We've got Alexa, Brandon and Vincent. Okay, now let's take us back to the Olympics because I didn't know this part. So the medal ceremony is about to begin. You guys are dressed in your medal uniforms. You're supposed to wear a certain uniform to go get your medals. You're about to walk up to the podium. And then what happens, Alexa? Somebody said that the ceremony is not happening. And um, I, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Because that's just absurd. Um, and we were dressed, ready to go. It was like Christmas morning, going to get our hardware. Yeah. And um, no, they're like, no, this is not happening, not happening. And then we're like, what, what, what? And then they sent us back to our rooms in, in the village. Okay, so they sent you guys back to your rooms. So at that point, you assumed you were getting the silver medal. Then all this business comes out about doping. So it, so then it's like, are you going to get the silver or are you actually gold medalists? How did that sit with you? Uh 
thinking back to it, it was just yeah. such a mix of emotions because I was so excited for us all to be able to get our medals. And then the thought of being upgraded to, um, it, it just felt like kind of, um, kind of like a dream and not sure what to expect. All I knew was I was excited for our teammates to get the medal we deserved. Well, we should put a fine point on this because the medal ceremony matters. We've all been in the audience watching as you guys step up to the podium. There's a moment of recognition. It's like all the hard work comes down to this particular moment. What did it mean to you, Vincent, to not have had that special moment? It felt like a stain on the history of figure skating in the Olympics and the, and it reflects poorly on the integrity of sport in the Olympics in general. Well, it must be frustrating because what, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, what's going on? Why does it take 500 days to determine who won the gold medal? What are you being told, Vincent, about all this? We aren't being told much. There's been a shocking lack of transparency and communication, um, not just to the public, but to the athletes themselves. Um, and other athletes who are still also potentially waiting on medals uh, from Japan and Canada are also in the same situation. This this young woman from Russia, I mean, it was determined initially that there had been some doping allegations. Um, when you heard about that, Alexa, what did you think? Um, I mean, there... I was shocked um, mm -hmm. because it is our duty as athletes, as Olympic athletes, to compete fair and clean. And that's what my team did. And um, we deserve the recognition of competing clean and fairly. Um, so it's just, just disappointing that we worked our whole lives for that one moment and we're being punished for doing it the right way. Yeah, I think it's sort of weird that we're saying now even when they meet to decide what to do, we still may not have a final resolution. So it still seems murky, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it still stings a lot to know that like we deserved our moment on the podium and we all worked so hard to put out the great performances we all did in Beijing and we are still left with an empty metal box. Yeah. And I want to point out you guys, it's not like you guys are complaining about this. In fact, you, when you sat down, you said, look, there are a lot of bigger things going on in the world, uh, you know, except for when or we did or did not get our medal. However, this determines if all of your hard work was worth a silver or, or a gold medal. So here we sit today. You're, you're, you've retired from the Olympics. So I'm just curious, what are you guys doing with your lives? What are you doing, Alexa? Well, I'm trying to make sure that any athlete that competes after me is able to compete in a fair mm -hmm. and um, honorable way. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here today, just to make sure that our the future of sport is continued to be fair and clean. Well, you guys, as you know, are medalists in our eyes and we know you've already got the silver and there's a good chance that you might actually be gold medalists what will it mean to you i know you won't have the ceremony but what would it mean to you if in fact you do receive your medal when that happens to uh to be able to call ourselves olympic champions is something i never thought i would be able to do or earn and the thought of it is is amazing but i just know we all will feel incredible once we get the medals do you think it'll still feel okay to you, Vincent, even if it just comes to you, I guess, in the mail? I don't know how they would do it. I'm not sure what it would what it would amount to, but would it still feel okay? I think that winning a gold medal would be incredible, an incredible outcome for all of us. But I wanna focus I wanna focus my effort on making sure this doesn't happen again in the future. As Alexa mentioned just now, we wanna make sure this this doesn't have to this ha doesn't have to be something that future generations of fair and clean athletes have to worry about. Okay, how about if we make a deal? 
when you get your medal, since you didn't get your ceremony, how about if we do a ceremony here? (gasps) Would you love that on the plaza? And by the way, you get millions of people watching. You may actually be even more than you would have been. They'll be awake. (laughs) You're right. You're right. All right. So it's a promise. We'll shake on that. We will see you with your medals as soon as you get them. We'll be out on the plaza, okay? Beautiful. You guys, thank you. Good luck. We're happy that thank you came you. to thank see you. us. Thank, thank you so much. much. All right, let's throw it over to Mr. Roker. Hey, that Al. sounds like a great idea. I love that. All right, let's show you what we've got going on for today. Heavy rain stretching from the Gulf Coast all the way up into the Northeast later this weekend. We're going to need that rain because it's been pretty dry. However, severe weather is going to be firing up from the plains into Texas and then moving east over the weekend. Look at these temperatures, too. 90s to 100s from the southwest into Texas. Texas, 90s stretching up into the mid plains as well. 70s in the north into the northeast, 80s and 90s down through the southeast in Florida. Rains and storms today, we're looking at that in the mid-Atlantic. Heavy rain down through Florida, and we're going to be watching that pushing up. We've got flood watches now stretching into northern northern Florida and parts of Georgia. Southern heat continues. Severe storms developing in the plains again, and we're looking for temperatures that are nice and mild in the Pacific Northwest, a little on the cool side as you get down into Southern California. That's your latest weather. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, come on, in, Carson. Let's go. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, enough about come that Come on, stuff. you smuckers jar. Come on. Oh, that was fun doing the smuckers jar yesterday. I'm halfway there. Uh, first up, Kelly Clarkson overnight the Grammy winner released her highly anticipated 10th studio album called Chemistry, a deeply personal project that she's been working on for almost three years. And according to Kelly, it tells the arc of an entire relationship. By the way, so Kelly was here yesterday. Uh, this happened in the studio. You know, we also had Kylie Minogue on the show. Yeah. Right. So they ran into each other in the hallway, which <laughs> oh I always gosh. people thought loved this sort of behind the scenes moment. Yeah. Two pop stars just fangirling <laughs> on each other, telling each other, oh, your new music's awesome. And this is a really cute moment. Oh, so we happened to that. catch this love on that. somebody's great. iPhone. And it was it was a nice moment there. Then Kelly leaves the studio and goes right down to the subway here at 30 Rock to surprise commuters with a secret performance of her song, Mine. She's yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. That was fun cool. having Kelly here yesterday. Yeah. Chemistry, you can stream now, her new music. Mm-hmm. Next up, speaking of music, Gwen Stefani overnight returning. The voice coach dropped a poppy new single called True Babe. Cool. It's been a couple of years since she put yeah. out a new song. It was 2021 uh-huh. Slow Clap. Gwen's overseas doing a bunch of UK festival dates. Oh, cool. oh, She's nice. going to wrap that up with Pink at Hyde Park in London. Oh, wow. the, the summer, that's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. So some new Gwen music out there for you. Speaking of the coaches on The Voice, We've got some news to share about season 25. That's not next season. Next season is in the fall. But 25 is in the spring. Earlier this week, the show teasing our first ever ever double chair. Two chairs connected. We can now reveal... Who's going to be sharing that double chair? Yeah. It's oh. Dan and Shay. Oh, I love them. Oh. Yeah, the it's country pair are the Voices' inaugural coaching <laughs> duo. They're going to join fellow coaches Chance the Rapper, John Legend, and Reba. That's season 25. Again, that's next spring. But we'll get to talk to the guys long before that because they're going to be right here on the plaza. Join Dan and Shay right mm-hmm. here next month as a part of our city conference. So, love, so, so love the them. chairs spin together? Together. So they have together. to make a decision together. So they don't spin separately. No, there's one chair. That would chair. be kind of fun. Two chairs, one. That's a great, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And that happens on, on voice, the voice in other territories. Uh-huh. We didn't make it up. It actually oh. happens. Cool. Yeah. Next up, Jennifer Lawrence, the No Hard Feeling stars the latest guest on Sean Evans' spicy web series, oh, Hot this. Ones. Well, I tell you what, she really struggled to keep a straight face after biting a wing with the bomb sauce. Not, Can you imagine being she's on the verge of tears. an A-list celebrity and they're like, hey, there's a show they want you to do. 
Well, here, just watch Jennifer Lawrence. This is what happens when you go on the show. Exactly. Oh, sure, I'll sign up oh, to yeah. that. Get, put me in right away. Oh, last guest. Uh-huh. That is crazy. Yeah. Finally, The Bear, it's out. Season two dropped oh. yesterday. All of the episodes are out. It's doing amazing. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a perfect 100% wow. rating. Mm. Um, fans online have been blowing up Twitter with a lot of the reactions. And again, because all the episodes are out. So if you don't want any spoilers, <laughs> don't go to social media. We'll give you one little spoil thing here, though. Not, not a spoiler, but just a little tidbit. Earlier this week, the star of the show, Jeremy Allen White, did reveal he's going to be doing less elaborate cooking this time around on the show, telling uh, Gold Derby that the series showrunner and creator told him not to go crazy this season with hands-on kitchen training. Okay. Just a little something for you to get excited about. All right. Waiting a while for the bear. Cool. Next up, the third hour of today. 